Welcome to the journey back to myself with Jennifer Marie. I wanted to talk about triggers today. It's been a little bit again since I've been on here trying to find balance and, and figuring out how to fit in all of the fun things and do all the things that I want while I'm still healing. <laughs> uh, triggers are where it's at. And uh, they're what's slowing me down. Obviously, we are supposed to slow down and be mindful of these moments and, and understand that healing is not linear and there is no straight path to fast track through to the place where you feel balanced and you feel whole and you feel back to yourself again. It's almost rediscovering who you are all over again because that person no longer exists. I got this uh, picture, the first thing I bought for my new house. And on it, it says, Life is a balance of holding on and letting go by Rumi. That is the essence of what I want to talk about. What do you hold on to and what do you let go of? And how do you do that when you are triggered? Sometimes on a daily basis by your trauma or by your pain or your healing or your grief or whatever it is you're going through. I've been coming across a lot of accidents lately. And in fact, yesterday I almost got into two, none of which were my fault. I was going straight on the highway, going highway speeds. And I seen this car up ahead turning and it was going far too fast. I knew that it had no idea that I had the right of way. So I, I had to slam on the brakes and I watched this person get very upset in the car and then look up and realize that they were in the wrong. It doesn't matter who's wrong and who's right. Damage can be done. That was close call and it scared me and triggered me just like that. You know, life can change in an instant. And then on my way home the very same day, I, uh, I was tired and I was driving, opened up my window. I'm like, okay, I'm almost home. Let's crank up the tunes Note to myself, don't stay out so late. <laughs> my body does not keep up with my young brain sometimes. And uh, I look just above me or ahead of me, there's a, a car swerving into my lane. Completely oblivious. I have no idea what's going on. But of course, I quickly swerve to the other side. And thankfully... They realized in time that I didn't have to go into the ditch, but yeah, I was, I was on the edge of the road pretty, pretty far onto the edge that it scared the crap out of me and, uh, made me realize once again, how triggered I get by accidents and, and things that happen in life that, you know, some people can just move through with seemingly peace and ease and, I mean, I'm comparing my insides to somebody else's outsides and does it even matter? No, no. I want to share it with you because you're not alone. You're not alone in your 
triggers and your frustrations and the things that go through your mind sometimes. And I know for me, talking about it helps. Sharing about it, crying about it. I, uh, yesterday even, was on my way to the movies and was a little frustrated. My (laughs) teens were running late. We were supposed to be gone already. We were going to have to, we were probably going to miss the previews, possibly go into the movie late. And I was just trying to go with the flow other than saying, okay, time to go. Let's go. Let's go. And those girls took their sweet time. They said they were hurrying, but you know how teenagers are and you got to get ready and do all the things. And I understand I was a teenager once and sometimes I take a really long time to get ready. So I was patient. We got in the car. And we come across an accident that just happened not very long before. I mean, the, the police were there like just arriving. So we all kind of looked at each other. Like if you would have been on time, would that been a bit, that would that have been us? And it makes me a little emotional because again, we're not promised tomorrow. We are not promised anything other than this moment and taking a look at how quickly your life can change and how easily you can be triggered when you have trauma. My brother-in-law, he was just picking up his daughter on his way home from work like any other day and him and his dog are no longer with us. Just as easy as that on a Friday. It can happen on a Tuesday. It can happen on a Monday. It can happen any day. (laughs) So try not to get caught up in fear, but understanding that healing is important so that you're not living your life in fear and you're not avoiding doing things because you're scared or you don't want to be triggered or things hurt. Yeah, they hurt. I shed a tear and I move forward. I talk about it and I move forward. We talk about the butterfly effect, how one small change can change your life forever in a negative way, but also on the other end of things, one small change can give you grace and give you the time that you needed to avoid something that could have been catastrophic in your life. You know, we can be triggered by all kinds of things. Accidents is a big one for me, obviously, because it's only been a year since my brother-in-law died. So that is very, very new in the grief cycle as as it is um, moving through my life. But so much of my life I'm realizing is a cycle of grief. And I'm not saying that my life is all sad and intense and full of crazy emotions, because I have amazing things. Life is wonderful, wonderful and amazing. I have beautiful moments. And then I have grief and sadness and anger and frustration. And then life is wonderful again. And I have joy and compassion and wonderful things that happen. And then I get triggered. You know, this is what it's like to be living earthside. None of us get to get out of this without this. We live, we laugh, we love, we cry. It really is a balance of holding on and letting go. And what a beautiful balance it is. You know, and and what triggers you? 
Sorry, moving around in my chair. <clears throat> Trying to get comfy. <laughs> Trying to get comfy and settle into all of the things. Songs. Songs are a big one for me. And I want you to understand everyone has these triggers. So what are you going to do with them? I am here to encourage you to hold space for them. You don't got to drown in it. You know, there is help available for us for whatever it is you're going through. There are help phone lines. There's counseling. There are sharing with your soul family and your support system. Surround yourself with people that lift you up and help you to understand that it is normal to go through this variety of emotions and it is okay. My sensitivity is my superpower. Do you know I cried at the little mermaid last night? Yes. Yes. I cried for several reasons. (laughs) Some of them were happy tears You know, when her and Prince Eric were together at the end, some of them were sad when her dad died and when all of those things were happening. Oh my gosh, it's a, it's a cartoon, but you know what? I'm mindful and I pay attention. I live in the moment. I embrace what is, and my sensitivity is my superpower. It is okay to let your emotions flow freely. Some people call it messy. Some people call it dramatic or over-emotional. And you know what? Fuck them. (laughs) That's what I have to say about that. It's okay. It's okay to be you, however you are. Because you know what? A lot of people stuff that shit. They stuff it and then it comes out in unproductive ways. It comes out in anger and rage and overworking obsessive thinking, addictions, all kinds of unhealthy ways. So what really is the way to move through it? You know what the way is? However you're doing it. You can't move through your triggers or your grief or your life wrong because you're either learning a lesson, sometimes a hard one, or you're living your best life, right? You can do both of those simultaneously because sometimes your best life is the depths of all of those emotions. (laughs) All of those emotions. And really just holding space for whatever comes up. Life just life. Life is not promised to be easy. Nobody said that it was going to be fair. And I pulled some cards before we started here, of course, as always. And I got, I pulled from my surrender deck. So surrender to silence, surrender to frustration, surrender to non-action and procrastination. This combination for me is really in line with everything I'm talking about already. Obviously we get frustrated when we get triggered and we go through life and we cannot seem to move through our grief on our timeline. 
This card says frustration does not open any doors. The key to resolving a dilemma or dissolving a block is to take a breath, center yourself, and regroup so you may approach the situation more calmly. Now is the time to be still and not act. Simply breathe and focus on your own power. Let others come to you. I never even read that last line ever. Let others come to you. Ask for help, people. Receive. Receive love and support just like you give it. So many of us are givers. Why? Because it's easier. Not easier. It's a way to move through without being vulnerable. <laughs> I love to be the helper and the healer. 100% to show up for you in your darkness. I will sit with you. I will hold space for you. I will be with you and I will let you know that you are strong enough to overcome whatever it is that you are going through in this moment and you will not do it alone. You are not alone. But to be vulnerable and ask someone to sit with me in my darkness, whew, that's a hard one. Why? Why is it hard? It triggers this, this space inside of me that is scared of rejection, is scared of not getting my needs met. So just pushing people away before they even have the chance. Some people don't have the ability to give you what you need and that's okay. When someone says no, or sorry, I can't show up for you in that way, Good for them. That's honest. That's beautiful. Move on to someone else. Just because someone says no does not mean you don't open up another door. Talk to another friend. Reach out. In the silence is where you will find the answers. You don't need to get answers from other people. You need someone to sit with you in the darkness. To sit with you and hold your hand and hug you. Yeah, I know. We're not all huggers. I'm a hugger. Okay. I'm a, I'm a huge hugger. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Let someone sit with you however that looks for you. It doesn't all have to be emotional and mushy-gushy. It can just be as simple as going for a walk through nature, a beautiful path on a nature walk with a friend, sharing your vulnerability, sharing your trigger, sharing, I'm just not okay today. I seen this accident. I heard the song on the radio. I smelled the scent that took me back to a time that I wish I was once again. Those are normal feelings. Those are normal feelings. And it's okay to allow yourself to rest there for a minute because that's what grief is. Allowing yourself some time and some space to move through this with patience for yourself like you would offer to your friends. These triggers aren't here 
to hurt you. They're to remind you that your heart is still healing, honey. Give yourself some time. There is no timeline on grief. Boy, my tears flow effortlessly. <laughs> Sometimes I wish they wouldn't. But most of the time I'm thankful that they do. Because it's a release. You know? It's a release and it's a way to let that grief move through me and not hold on to it because it does need to flow. It does need to flow so that I can move on to the next moment and be mindful that there is joy to be found. Even amidst all of these triggers and all of this pain and all of this uncertainty. That's the beauty of life. When you hold space for your grief, you allow yourself and give yourself permission to be in this present moment and that's what you have. This moment, we each have 24 hours ahead of us. None of us know when our time is going to come. <clears throat> None of us. So speak up. Speak up for yourself. Speak up for your loved ones. Let them know that you love them in like a very real way. Make it weird. <laughs> Make it weird. I love you so much. I appreciate you. I'm so thankful that you are in my life. You are my rock. You are my light. You are my love. I hug my kids like crazy. They're not huggers. They let me hug them because they love me. They let me kiss them on their foreheads, and that's my favorite. Kissing their third eye. They don't call it that, of course. It's their forehead. But to me, it's kissing their sweet little souls and reminding them that I'm always here for them. Always. Wherever they're at. And letting them see that their emotions are real too. You know, my daughter was in the car yesterday, and same thing. You know, we came across that accident and I noticed a shift in her too. And I could say, I feel it too, baby girl. I feel it too. Did I say baby girl? No, <laughs> because she would be weirded out. <laughs> uh, but I feel it too. And to have a conversation and say, it is okay not to be okay. It is okay not to be okay in those moments and to know that triggers are going to happen. So let's talk about it and let's be real about it. And yeah, that was scary. That could have been us, but it wasn't. So bless those people and thank God all those people looked like they were okay. They looked rattled and shaken up and I said a prayer for them. That is one thing that I do every time I come across one of my triggers is I pray for others. In situations like that, obviously, when songs come on, I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for the people that I'm thinking about. I'm praying for all of us on this earth who are struggling in the depths of grief. Because sometimes it feels like quicksand just reaching in and grabbing us and holding, taking hold of us. Those triggers feel like they'll go on forever, but they don't. They come and go as they please. Just like our feelings, just like our emotions, just like our thoughts. 
So let them come and go as they please. Honor them. Become aware of them. And work through them. Get some support. Journal about it. Followed up with some gratitude. Name it for what it is. Awareness is the key. Awareness is the key. Because when you are aware of what your triggers are, sometimes it gives you more patience with yourself. Because life is going to keep on happening. Life is going to keep on changing. That is is for certain. So how do you want to move through it? We want to live, laugh, and love. My daughter says that all the time, live, laugh, love. Now, she doesn't say it the way you think she would. When she's triggered, that's what she says, live, laugh, love. (laughs) And then has this little chuckle, like she's a little bit jaded at her sweet young age. But you know what I love about that is that she's real. She's raw. She learned that from me. She learned that it's okay. We have a safe space to be real about our shit. And we live, laugh, and love, and we get through it. And then we move on to the next amazing moment that's going to come. And then the next trigger that comes. We are going to move through it like this cycle of grief, like the cycle of life. Allowing it to flow freely like the tsunami that it really is. I say tsunami so often because that's what it feels like. It comes crashing down and just levels you. And then you rebuild. You rebuild. Feeling by feeling. Brick by brick. Relationship by relationship. By being real and honest. And so very patient with yourself. I pulled from my other deck, my grounding deck. We are in communion with. It's an eagle card, which is beautiful. And it says communion. We are in communion with the world, with the people around us. Be mindful. Show up in the moments that happen because the moments pass. They come and go very quickly. But live this life with some childhood innocence. Because it's not all bad. And it's not all good. There is a balance of both. And if you don't have a balance of both, that's okay. Be gentle with yourself, wherever you're at, however your life looks. And if you have to find the joy and find the peace, then do that. We don't need to have toxic positivity. But you can find one good thing in your day. I try to find three things every day after I do my shit list in my journal because there are promises of amazing things to come. I will not share scripture on here very often, but there are a few that really resonate with me in Jeremiah 29, 11 is my mantra for my life. And it really reminds me that it's like, this is the essence of my life. God universe, great spirit, mother, father, God is not here to harm me and hurt me. There is hope for my future. There are good things that will come when I can accept 
all that it is for what it is. I have promises for tomorrow, promises for my future, promises that I hold on to in those moments where I'm triggered, in those moments where I'm crying, in those moments where I feel lost. There is a promise that I will smile again. I will not feel the way I did before, maybe, you know, like she's gone. That girl I once was, before the trauma happened, before the triggers happened, before life happened, she's gone. She's died several times over. <laughs> and I don't say that flippantly. I mean that wholeheartedly. I'm reborn into someone different. I'm rebuilding who I am, who I want to be, who I want to encompass moving through this grief and this life with honesty and integrity and balance. Authenticity is the most important thing to me. I love that I am that girl that cries at Little Mermaid. <laughs> like, cries. But I also sing at Little Mermaid. And I dance. I do all the things because I am in it. I am in this life to live, laugh, and love and cry. <laughs> uh, I hope that this message allows you and gives you permission to feel what you need to feel, to see that your triggers are there as just a guiding light through your emotions. They're just showing you what you need to heal some more. They're just showing you the direction that your heart is saying, I need some time here. I need some time before I can shine once again. Like the sun sets and the moon rises. We need to release before we can shine once again. It is a cycle and it's a beautiful one. Beautiful and horrible. <laughs> and all of the things in between. And I want you to remember to take care of yourself more than you take care of others. Receive, dear one, receive. Ask for help. Reach out and let someone into your hurting heart because you don't have to do this alone. And if nobody's told you today, I love you so very much. You are worthy exactly as you are in this moment your heart is burst wide open it's not broken it's burst open and in those cracks that you feel broken in in the Chinese culture when something is broken they fill it with gold because they think it's more valuable to fill it this way and it is sturdier just like our heart is burst wide open when we go through things in life, it allows the light to come in. It allows people to come into our life and help us and show us that we're not broken. We're healing. We're human. We are souls on a journey in a human body. This meat suit. <laughs> 
Uh, it takes us for a ride, like a roller coaster or a tsunami. Yep, 100%. But you're not in it alone. Until next time, take care, dear one. <laughs>